Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast. After a week's hiatus, we're back here today to talk about Mass Singer Season 6, Episode 8, a.k.a. Group B, a.k.a. the last appearance of a wild card, a.k.a. what a nightmare. I'm here to break it all down for you. The host of the podcast, Puya, the mozzarella stick, Zan Bikili, back at it again. And of course... Back with me this week after the week hiatus is the one, the only, my partner in all the things, the second place to my first place. It's Liana, the bubblegum Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? Silver, let's go. I am doing fabulous. It was a Thanksgiving-themed episode, which I didn't quite understand, given the fact that we are three weeks away from U.S. Thanksgiving. Maybe this was a Canadian trying to like hit in the middle <clears throat> between you know Canadian and U.S. Thanksgiving. I don't know, but you know what? Well, what I'm just thankful. thankful. I I was getting there. I am thankful to have the mass singer back on my television screen. What else? What else are you thankful for? I am thankful for you, I assume, is the answer that you're looking for. I wasn't looking for any answer. I was just curious (laughs) if you had other stuff you were thankful for. Nope, just the mass Singer then. I rescind my previous answer. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you on the count (laughs) of um, being um, first place and therefore ahead of you. All right. First place in what? I mean, many things. Do you have time? (laughs) Oh, many things. Okay. No, we'll save that for a very special episode. Sounds good. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, let's waste no time. The Masked Singer wasted a week. I thought, I genuinely thought we were going to miss an episode again this week. So Mm -hmm. I did schedule some stuff around (laughs) when we would have recorded regularly. And then it happened. And then the bus had left the station. So, So here we are. A little bit of a delay, but in your feed, ready to go for the weekend. Liana, would you go to the Maskey's Thanksgiving parade if asked? I mean, obviously. I told you I have the two NFTs of Miss Maskey. Hold yeah, on, I let don't, me pull can, them up. Do you want to explain to the to the audience what you are talking about? Well, I believe that I talked about how they were going to be launching the NFTs for the Mask Singer, and then I had one, but now, baby, I've got two. And I could purchase additional ones for $20. You get three. It's a pack of three for only $20. 
Yeah, we're not sponsored by them, so you don't have to big them and up. And like you can buy with a Bitcoin. Truly, the future is here. We don't have Bitcoin. No, but if we did, we could buy Mass Singer NFTs. So, yeah, really, the investment of the future, the Mass Singer NFTs. Yep, I told you. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> feel like if you invested in the Mass Singer WTFs, you'd be making way more money because there's a lot of those abound. I don't think those are worth anything except for a shock to look on my face. And I mean, if you're you're making a shock look on your face, that's a win. Because sometimes I don't be shocked. You don't be shocked? No. But what if you be shocked? Then I'm like, <gasps> what? That's a pretty good shocked sound. I like that. Oh, yeah, they're all sold out. Oh, man, I went to go back to see. Okay, so there's two. Okay, so Series 1 Mask Pack is sold out, but Series 2 and Drop 3 are still available. Should we do it? No, no, we should not do it. Okay. No. You know, (laughs) I feel like everyone looks at this relationship and they're like, man, Pui is like the real dodo that is lucky to be with her. But here I am trying to talk my partner to stop (laughs) investing in Mask Singer NFTs. (laughs) They're literally worthless. Exactly. <laughs> They're so literally worthless. Okay, let's talk about the episode. Give, give me away from this. I'll take you away and I'll throw you right in the middle of the judges panel for this episode. So no one's outfit was anything to really talk about except for Robin Thicke was ro- uh, repping a leopard print jacket. So that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. And it was the return of Joel McHale once again to the panel. Just make him the fifth judge. Why are we wasting time here? I know. It's interesting because they bring him back every season. I felt like his presence was much less in this episode. I don't know if they overall spent less time with the judges, but I felt like it was just a remark here or there, whereas normally we get a lot of play up between the two of them. But, I mean, Joel is always one of my favorites whenever he comes on, so I would be totally fine if they made him a permanent uh, judge here. I agree. The one qualm I have with Joel is he becomes a little sticky. And what I mean by that is that every time we've seen him now, he'll be like, just have them remove the mask. We'll know who they are then. Ha ha ha. Yeah, ha, ha. Yeah, like yeah. He does at least one of those per, per appearance. So I don't mm-hmm. love that, but I love his commentary. Otherwise, I do enjoy his presence there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. That's what I'm saying. You'd have to come up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a situation where he's like run out of jokes. <laughs> so if he is permanent, I'd be so annoyed with him. That's always a possibility. Yeah. Well, this is why the mass Singer shouldn't be on twice a year. Yet here we are on season six, episode eight. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what I would like to talk about with you, though, real quick. Okay. All right. What? So obviously we missed a week in the middle of regular mass Singer. But remember that one special Monday episode that happened a couple weeks yeah. ago that we didn't cover and we didn't watch? So yeah. I was given the list. So they did a, remember it was like a special countdown, all-time countdown episode. All right. Of so the here's, performances. Yes. So here is, I'm going to give you the top 10. They put 10 songs in on the all-time countdown. Okay. All right. Quiz me. All right. So number 10 was peacock with the greatest show by hugh jackman yep that's fair yep first ever song makes sense exactly that was the one that it was like oh what am i watching yeah that was a great moment i love that moment Mm -hmm. number nine is from a recent season it's yeti with lonely by justin bieber and benny blanco 
Uh, okay. Uh, I might not put in my top 10, but I can see it. It's Omarion. He deserves to be there. We'll allow him. All right. Number eight is Seahorse with My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Oh, a robbed G. Otis. <laughs> we do not forget the accomplishments of Seahorse in this house. Number seven is Thingamajig with Rainbow by Casey Musgraves. Oh, yes. That was the one that was in the promo. And I remember being so stoked for Thingamajig. Good That's what that. That was the one where we thought it was Wayne Brady, right? That's yes. Where like, that sounds like Wayne yes. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know. Yeah. Wrong. Uh, I guess correct season. Wrong performer. Exactly. All right. So number six, we had Frog with Jump by Criss Cross. Oh, okay. Yeah, my thoughts. Exactly. I was like Choices. really throwing a bone to the host of your official podcast here. Um, I see you. I see right through mm-hmm. what you're doing. Okay. All right. So then we hit the top five, Liana. Okay. Top five has a total of three winners in it. So only three winners made this list. Okay. It's kind of rude. Would you have to quickly guess which three winners? I won't reveal till we if get to the If one of them is down. not the monster, I'm going to cry. So obviously one of them should be, okay, here, here would be my choices. Although this is obviously biased. Um, I would pick one of the monsters. I don't care which one. They're all amazing. I would pick the Fox's finale performance. And I would pick the Louis Capaldi bulldog song. Um, first of all, the I know bulldog the bulldog didn't win. I know. Oh, not the bulldog. Um, the Rottweiler. I, I know that the that the Rottweiler okay, so didn't give me win. a third winner. Give me a third one. I told you there's three winners that have um a the list sun, of. the sun, the sun. Okay, so all right, we move. Um you got all three. All three of them are on the list in some. Yeah, capacity. those are the three best winners that we've had. Okay. For sure. So number five is the B with Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah, that was cool when especially because like knowing it was Gladys Knight, it was like, what? Mm-hmm. Number four was Turtle with Fix You by Coldplay. Oh, my God. The turtle made it. Very Mm -hmm. cool. And if you recognize, that leaves us with three, meaning the Rottweiler had zero entries into this top ten. The monstrosity that is this list. It doesn't count. He didn't even make it. The the Louis Capaldi one is a classic. That's iconic. The Louis Capaldi one's sick. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of his, all of his. Like he just has a voice that just sounds so crystal clear. Okay, so wait, what then what were the performances? Tell me. All right. So third place was The Sun with When the Party's Over by Billie Eilish. Ugh, I thought it was going to be that one of the Lizzo song mm-hmm, that she true. does. Those ones good too. Uh, second place was Fox with the exact one you call that. Try a little tenderness by Otis Ugh, Redding. That one is so good. I will go back and rewatch that one. Okay, last no, one. That one's great. And to add to that, the the rapping at the end was a plot twist that I liked. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was ten ten. And then Monster is number one mm. uh, with Stay with Me by Sam Smith. You know what? I bet they were like which. Lo, like ballad heartbreaking song do we put in and it was probably between <laughs> that one and they were like well we gotta highlight the winner yeah you think that's how they went about it <sighs> I, that's my guess okay I see okay well yeah so th- there you go that was the top 10 we listed it so you don't have to watch it but you can always look at them on YouTube which we definitely do they're a good time all year round 
Now, let's not waste any more time here, Liana. Let's jump into the episode. And specifically, let's jump into the Mallard here. The Mallard kicks off the show for us today. Oh, and they highlighted the take it off buzzer again. We'll get to it. It was stupid. Um, The clue package for the Mallard. Uh, the Mallard's talking about how they're thankful for their family. They're holding an Allen key. So Allen, the name Allen could be in play here. There's a zoom in on a picture of Abe Lincoln. They talk about how the family has had challenges in the past. Um, the Mallard's been under scrutiny for stuff that the family has said before. And then there was a little whale in a bowl. And then they said this song is from someone they consider to be family and then dedicate the performance to Luke Bryan and come on stage and perform a non-Luke Bryan song. So I was shocked. But a lot of this, Liana, and I jokingly said this a couple of weeks ago, should we really be looking at the Duck Dynasty now? <laughs> Is it yeah. time? I think we need to look closer at the Duck Dynasty. I mean, even when you suggested it, we went through some of the clues and it seemed to match up from things that we had seen previously. But then after watching this, it was the thankful for part of a family rose to fame as part of one. The whole Duck Dynasty family is like Ooh. the thing. What? Um, <laughs> Alan Robertson is the oldest son of the Duck Commander. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, the Duck Commander is part of the Duck Dynasty. Oh, okay, because the Alan Robertson or whatever is not on the list of people starring in Duck Dynasty, so I don't know if that changes anything. Well, he's Phil Robertson's oldest son. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, he's not in the show, so I don't know. Again, I don't know. How do you know that? I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. I'm on the Wikipedia. Eh, I'm looking at the the fandom wiki. What does the orca the, mean? Oh, the orca, the orca in a bowl, orca bowl, bowl orca. Ooh, oh, um, who is the, the orca? guy, the singer, the singer, yes. um, um, Mark McGrath, <laughs> Mark McGrath. <laughs> does Duck Dynasty people know Mark McGrath? Now, I can't tell you which one of the Duck Dynasty people it could be. Oh, no, idea. Um, I just think it could be someone from that family at this point. Who's the one who didn't say anything bad? Because we assume that it's the other ones. <sighs> Listen, I, yeah, I cannot right, stress fine. this enough to you. The- Duck Dynasty was not only a blind spot in my reality TV consumption, I only knew it existed because of the jokes people would make on other shows about it. So I don't right. even know anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. So uh, the the thing that I think really made us, and spoiler alert, Puya and I did watch this episode together because we're watching it a little bit later. And it was during the performance when it was the duck monster that came out, the like person just with ducks super glued all over them. We're like, are they really going to be that obvious? And also the fact that the, it's the mallard, but also jewel queen of hearts. So I don't know, maybe they are, they are doing stuff like this this season. It just feels like you're flying too close to the sun, but also I feel like they've had opportunities to have it be that obvious before. And it hasn't been. So if it is someone from Duck Dynasty, kudos. Like, it took you six seasons to do something like this. I'm okay with that. I think that's what's funny is that sometimes there have been things that have been so obvious, and sometimes there are things that are so hidden um, that it's just it's tough because you're trying to balance between the two of what is the thing that's the most obvious. Oh, that's too obvious. Oh, maybe it's so obvious that it's... What's uh, Dr. Will's strategy, right? Like, um, you know... Well, the target's so big that it's invisible. Yeah, exactly. The the mallard clue is so big that it's invisible. 
I thought you were going to laugh at your own joke there. So I gave you room. I was wrong. I was wrong. Oh, I will say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to smash the hourglass. <laughs> what? That's a dated <laughs> reference, ma'am. <laughs> dated? That episode aired like two days ago. Yeah, but it's old now. <laughs> oh, it's old now. Yeah, well, I must be ancient then. Okay. No, no, you're young. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one more missing for their list of stuff they could have done that we've been expecting. Now we just need a performer to sing their actual own song uh, in one season. We need one mm-hmm. person to do that. So, um, like Wayne Brady comes back and does her, uh, "Waiting for Forever." Is that what the name of the song? Flirting no. with Forever. Flirting with Forever. Wow, I'm an awful Wayne Brady fan. I'm sorry, Wayne. Wow. It's brutal. It's okay. It's okay. You but, thought the Rottweiler was the bulldog, so still not the worst thing <laughs> said on the podcast today. <laughs> At least I got close to the dog. No, genre. because the bulldog was Nick. That was an yeah, actual costume. It was a whatever. Anyway, so yeah, so then the performance. Do you have anything else to say about the clues? I don't know. I just I can I can now see only thing but Duck Dynasty. I don't know which one of them, but I think it's probably mm-hmm. one of them. The clues make the most sense. Also, the fact that I really don't think that this is a country singer solidifies my feeling that this is someone who is famous. A country fan. <laughs> yes, or a, a country person. Person, but not a country singer. Yes, because the whole thing was. The reason they dedicated it to Luke Bryan was because at one point that Luke Bryan had asked them to come on stage and they did, but then they didn't know any of the words to the Luke Bryan song that was being done. So mm-hmm. awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awkward. Right. Can you imagine? Well, <laughs> I, I, that, I have nightmares thinking of that scenario. However, mm-hmm. you are a big country music fan. So you tell us about this performance top to bottom. Oh, yeah. So play something country, Brooks and Dunn. Uh, I mean, this again just solidified to me that when you have something, a, a, a true honest to God country song and the version that the Mallard did was fine, but it obviously is to me not a country singer. So I refuse to entertain any thought that this is a country singer. Again, I was really focused on what was going on in the background because of the duck lump costume. The thing that was just all the ducks and then all the other ducks everywhere. It was almost like they were prepared for the Mallard to go home, including the Chris Pratt video later in the episode, which they I feel like they heard me because I said and this happened the last week also. It broke was the like, street now. Break- no, it's been I know two now. Yeah. So now it's whoever gets a video doesn't go home, <laughs> but they're <laughs> going to probably change back to it after this. Anyway, so yeah, I was convinced that Mallard was going to go home, except always in the back of my mind. I have for weeks been thinking that the beach ball is just a gimmick. Sure enough, it was, but we'll get to that later. So the Mallard survives another day from this performance, but I feel like he's out next. Yeah, survived is key here because the Mallard was able to hide behind a bad wild card, really. That's all it was. I did make some notes about the performance. My favorite parts of the performance were two things. One was the guitarist that had the cow mask on. The cow guitarist was giving me major left shark vibes. And you Mm -hmm. know, I love a good left shark. So that was ace. And then one of the buildings in the background in the motif was called the waddling hole. And I thought that was very funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's clever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I got a chuckle out of you, Liana. (laughs) All right. 
So then the one clue, you know, that was out of this new thing where they add a clue in that's just extra and it's usually thematic. This was a theme that I'm going to ask you about because you know me, I've experienced two Thanksgivings total in my life. What is a turkey drop? <laughs> that I have never heard of. It sounds gross, uh, but it seemed to be. Have you ever been to a sporting event where they throw stuff off of the the top railing and it like glides down with parachutes or something like that? No, I've. I mean, I've seen a t-shirt gun. Is it the same? No, right? Uh, no, it's. I mean, it's similarly. You can give away t-shirts. Like normally, it'll be up in the rafters of a massive sporting center or something like that. People will. The, the people who work there will throw t-shirts or something with parachutes and then the parachutes open and it like drifts down. Sometimes the best times it doesn't open and it just plummets and you're like not hoping it'll hit somebody, but like maybe secretly hoping it'll hit somebody. Like not like seriously, but like that would be very entertaining. Anyway, Is, so that's I, what you're rooting for. No, I said not rooting for. Obviously, you must have misheard me. I said not rooting for. No, I just know you. So I anyway. know what you really meant. <laughs> So, so this reminded me very much of that. And I think Massinger has done, no, I know Massinger has done stuff similar to this before where they've thrown stuff off. It like floats down with balloons or whatever. And it's just a different way to disseminate the clues. All right. So it's a turkey drop and the turkey drops a clue uh, that's attached to balloons, just like you described. And the clue for the turkey, for the mallard was crown, crown, kingdom, kingdom, dynasty, Dynasty, Mallard, Mallard, Duck, Duck, <laughs> Dynasty. Boom. Yay. Crack the case. You got one it. One of the Duck Dynasty. Final answer. <laughs> Finally. We don't know which one, but one of them. Oh, I did Google turkey drop. And according to Urban Dictionary, it happens when dating couples try the long distance relationship when they go off to university or college in September. So typically when Thanksgiving rolls around and everyone goes home for the holidays, someone gets dumped. Hence the turkey drop. <laughs> That is awful. And here's it used in a sentence. I hope Bob and I make it past the turkey drop. <laughs> Was that written by Abishola? What? <laughs> I think they're a little bit older than that, but same energy. Same energy. Yeah, okay. Well, I hope no one's getting dumped during Thanksgiving times. Although the food will be soothing for the soul, but be sad still. Yeah. So anyway, I look, it was fine. I think we've narrowed down it to one of the Duck Dynasty people. <laughs> and I think they're gone in, I guess, two weeks, whenever we get to see Group B back. Yeah, again. they're they're gone next, basically. Spoiler alert for so. that episode. If they're not gone next, um, what should I do? What wager should I put on the table? Please don't eat anything. No, <laughs> I don't have to. I asked <laughs> you, what should I, what wager should I put down? No one said food. I know. I'm just making Ooh, sure. I will. I will do the Akiva. I will drink two liters of Coke Zero in a day. Oh God, no! Because we have a dentist appointment coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want them to know. Let's see. Two weeks. No. You know what's great about that? That's in exactly two weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna drink? Two liters of soda before we go to the dentist? No, They're gonna the be like, your teeth after. are extra soft today. No, because then you're gonna undo all the cleaning that they did if you're gonna do it at least do it before so they can clean all that sugar Listen, off your teeth if we know one thing about old puya like i don't make wagers that i'm going to lose okay i'm undefeated in wagers thus far Th this will not happen no. so we're making right, a wager fine 
All right. Fine. All right. So then Jenny said, Billy Ray Cyrus, come on, Jenny, stop it. I swear. I feel like they've told Jenny to just be more dumb this season. Cause mm. she went from being like the, the main detective who like nailed everyone within the first four weeks to, I think this is genuinely a country singer. I think, I think they were giving her answers before and now they're not. You think they're withholding and they're giving her dumb, dumb answers. Yes. Or yeah, they're withholding. They're not telling her or they're giving her crappy answers. Well, if the shoe fits, Robin Thicke said Kiefer Sunder- Sutherland. Sunderland? Sunderland. Sutherland? No, it's Sunderland. Sunderland. What is it? Can you look it up? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't want to leave sounding dumb. Yes, because I don't want to be like, oh, it's Sutherland. 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 That's what I, I said. Sunderland Sutherland. You, you said Sutherland. I said Sutherland. Sutherland? Nothing makes sense anymore. Keeper um, Sutherland. Well done. <laughs> and then, yeah, Thank so you. the Chris Pratt message, Chris Pratt was, like, covered in mud and was talking about how, hey, Mallard, uh, you left me to catch frogs and, and, and you're not here, man. I've, I've been waiting for you. Chris Pratt, stop it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What a fall from yeah. grace, Chris Pratt. Okay. Anyways. Oof. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We move over and go through metamorphosis. And ah. No, reverse metamorphosis, because we are back to our starting <laughs> stage. We are the caterpillar, and we are here. We smashed the hourglass. Stop using dated references. Stop it. <laughs> it's an old reference you're using. Yeah. I love the caterpillar. Why? I don't know. He's just giant and cute. The face is still terrifying. I stand mm-hmm. by that. But I, I kind of would just want to, like, hug it. Like, it looks soft. It does look Cuddly. soft. I'll give yeah. you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. But um, what did you think of the setup was like, oh, and here comes the caterpillar. Who do you think is the caterpillar? DM me your thoughts by Nick Cannon. Ooh, yeah. Slide into those DMs, baby. Oh, or daddy. Right. Because that's what uh, 
Ken calls oh, him. Can? So yeah, slide into those DMs. Do you think people actually slide into his DMs and be like, I think it's this person. Oh, we sure. should do that. Oh my God, we should do that. Do you think he'll reply? No. Okay. Well, if you think he's to replying try. to a single person there, I will do an Akiva. All right. So Nick Cannon. <laughs> uh, no. Are you DM? Please don't DM Nick Cannon. Ah, you can't message him. Oh, so you can't wow. even slide into his DMs. You went the full Chappelle. No DMs. No DMs available. <sighs> Fine. I guess you technically can. Is it if you follow him? Or if he follows okay. you, rather? All right. I followed him, and I still can't. All right. Yeah, unfollow. 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 Yeah, yeah, unfollow. On. Quick. Unfollow. <laughs> Whew, that was a close one. Whew. All right, Leon. Tell us about All this right. clue package from the Caterpillar. Yes. So the clue patter, clue, p- <laughs> clue pitter patter, the caterpillars clue package talked about how they didn't know their family growing up and then they got a job at a call center or something. Um, and then there was a Pentagon, I think, or was it a hexagon? It matters to me. Do you remember five sides Pentagon? Was it? This is the second time a Pentagon has been um, referenced. Yes, five sides. Five. Five. The Caterpillar keeps talking about five. Okay. So then talked about nervous about meeting with their family. And then there was a guy with an eye patch. Not sure if that's relevant, but I wrote it down. And then a simple phone call changed his life. Not the eye patch guy, the Caterpillar's guy. (laughs) And so that's what they're thankful for. Yeah, they also mentioned there was like a person with an eye patch. They mentioned the words over and over, which I wrote down. Um, Accepted me with open arms. I know you said it. I'm just going through my stuff before I start, you know, putting my detective work down or my speculation down. This is the second time that five has come up. Obviously, the last time was the five lakes, right? Now it's this. Um Remember when I said the the YouTubers that played the one instrument and then someone corrected me and said it wasn't them because they were a different group? The group I mentioned, Pentatonix, is still a vocal group. They are an acapella group. And Mm -hmm. I could see it being one of them. I don't listen to the Pentatonix, but they've also won Grammys. So they have awards under their belt. I don't and I don't think we've been keeping up with the with the Grammys of it all here. I still don't know what the BB stands for. I did think, you know, I have my both guests with the BB, which I don't think is the case anymore. But mm-hmm. that is some it's five. It's basically five. But I do not think it's a conventional like boy band or five because it's, there would be other clues with it. Did I tell sure. you what my did I tell you what my theory was? Uh, No, I thought I told you my theory. OK, maybe not. So do you remember I think it was last week's episode, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever. The last time we saw this group, it was the clue after the performance, the extra one that they give. And the Caterpillar said something about being obsessed with the pat, like the, the, the cut of Robin Thicke's shirt or like something style. I think it's someone from Queer Eye. There's Ooh. five of them. It's some pent, pent, five, five of them. They talked in this episode about Ken was like convinced that they were adopted, but that's not necessarily true because as they brought up in the episode, it could be somebody who couldn't be the, their true authentic self out to their family. So that fits. So I think it's someone from Queer Eye. So I just did a little bit of 
a quick a quick little uh, Google just to mm-hmm. get a sense. So obviously, I think it's someone from the new, like the new group. You know, like the, the one, the group. Netflix one. Okay, but not well. Then, so you know how there was like the 2003 version. Yes, and then but I do have one? a question that begs yeah. answering. So, what do you think the turkey drop clue of pop means? Well. <laughs> That's a great question. Oh, this I, this is Liana's. I'd have no answer for you, voice right here. If you can hear it, uh, this is me trying to do a quick. Uh, it's an acronym mm-hmm. that stands for. <laughs> Go on, don't let me hold you back. Okay, you know what? I don't know. I don't know, but. After looking at some of the clues, I think it is Bobby Burke from Queer Eye, which the BB, oh, BB. that we saw in the previous yes, the BB that we saw in the previous episode, BB. and it talks about how he was um, so he was born to his mom, but then he was adopted by his maternal aunt and her husband. So if it is adoption, it could be that as well. And he faced a lot of homophobia growing up. He slept in his car. That fits what we talked about last week, two weeks, three weeks, however many weeks ago. Plus it's five. So BB. Huh? Well, all of this begs one question for me to you. Can BB sing? Okay. Well. BB was in a few music videos, although not as a singer. Like he was in Taylor Swift's You Need to Calm Down, for example. Did someone have a link to Taylor Swift? Did we get that from somewhere? Yes, but I think that that was Todrick Hall. But it also could be Bobby Burke. Because Todrick Hall directed that video. Ooh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Didn't he? Or did I make that I mean, up? Are you asking me? <laughs> Do I seem like I'll know? Mm, no. Oh, that's a great guess. I because like for me, the BB's a big one. The BB's a big one. The the cyclone in the in the shoot, that's what I need to know in that TV. What was that cyclone about? Um oh, Hurricane Bobby. Is that a thing? Was there a hurricane named Bobby at one point? Oh yeah, I'm sure there was a hurricane named Bobby. Hurricane Bobby. Let's see. Uh, there was a Hurricane Bob. So. Was there a oh. Cyclone Bobby? Do Cyclones get names? No, Cyclones are just hurricanes, but in a different ocean. No, see, severe tropical Cyclone Bobby set numerous monthly rainfall records in parts of the. Where is this? Pacific. In 1995. Yeah. Oh, but the, it would have been in a different ocean. The week after my sister was born. Uh huh. Wow, really no sold my sister. Okay, I'll let her know. I'll hurricanes let her know you disrespect are, her. Hurricanes are tropical storms that form over the North Atlantic Ocean and Northeast Pacific. Typhoons are formed over the Northwest Pacific Ocean, and cyclones are formed over the South Pacific and Indian Oceans. But they're all the same thing. They're just called different. What? That, yeah, they're, they're just what? Yeah, same storm, just different names Why? depending on where in the world. I don't know. Why do people call well, things 
So if a, uh, if a cyclone starts in the in the region that it's supposed to, and then makes its way over to 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 uh, hurricane country, does it change names midway? Does well, it stop being Cyclone Bobby and then becomes Hurricane Bobby? Well, I don't think that that's possible because of the way. That if the science allowed it, what do you think? Yeah, but the science do? does. Uh, I okay, so I think that it would probably be whatever the local terminology would be. That's what people would use. So if so your region be, only uses hurricanes, I think you would call it a hurricane. You would change regard- names. Okay, so yeah, it would change names. Okay. No. But if you're talking what? about it in that area. I did not know this. So cyclones, hurricanes, and typhoons are the same thing. Yeah, they're all the same thing. Fascinating. Yeah. Now you know. It's like now, it's like having bread in every country, but it could be different bread, but it's still bread. Sure. Yeah. But then see, it's different though, because like if you have pita bread and you bring it over to North America, yeah, it's, it's still like, pita bread. Yeah, but it's like language. Right? What's bread in Farsi? Noon. Yeah, but it's still bread. No, you're call, taking you the call. fun out of it. I don't like it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We move on now. All right. Sorry. All right. I, I all of this to say I, I do like your your guess. Your guess sounds great. Um Yeah, I feel good so about it. Very nice. All right. Well then the caterpillar performs It's Gonna Be Me by NSYNC. All right. Um Solid. I loved the motif. The beanstalk motif in the background was banging. I loved the butterfly dancers. The butterfly dancers looked phenomenal. The floor had some like greenery to it. I was into that as well. And all of this, plus it was an amazing vocal performance. I really loved everything the Caterpillar gave us this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really liking the Caterpillar. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. I Again, I don't think he's a professional singer, both from the performance and from my guest. But he has a really, really nice tone to his voice. And I like the way that it sounds. He had some good vocal runs in there. I thought, obviously, super solid choice. The butterfly backup dancers with those like butterfly wings. So I don't know if you remember this, but Akira's caftan look from Drag Race season eleven. She did those like butterfly wings. It was oh, very it was much iconic. Not a caftan. It was, it was iconic. horrible. It was horrible. I, um, I don't remember. Oh, okay. It was really bad. <laughs> I gambled. It was, it was a fifty? Not a caftan. It was not a caftan at all. It was anyway, an oof tan, she, am I right? Yeah, it was very much an oof tan. And I'm pretty sure, I think she ended up in the bottom because of it. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, they critiqued her to filth because of the, because it wasn't a caftan. Anyway, whenever I see those butterfly wings, that's all I think about. But it was good here. We liked it here, right? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. It was fine. Also, every boy bander guest from now on deserves to be in that overused guest jar. Because Jenny, freaking Jenny, like was like, I know who this is. After the pop um, clue, the the turkey drop was like, uh-huh. I know who it is. Give me the button. I need the button. I need the buzzer button. And then like Robin brought out the button, and then they left us hanging with a cliffhanger. And then it came back, and Jenny's like, I'm not gonna do it. But now it's like, if I if I was right, then I'm gonna feel like, well, I should have done it. But then you know that I wanted to do it, and I was like. Stop Yo, it! What Jenny. even You're was that? Yourself. It was a up. weird no sell. Yeah, just stop it. Because then after all of that, you said JC Chazé. I was like, congratulations, yet another overguest guess that even my 
uneducated but can tell you is wrong. Yeah. I I don't think anyone is ever and on that panel has ever heard him sing because they keep making that <laughs> guess. And I'm like, no. <laughs> that I Casey blame, Musgraves. Yeah. The, I blame um uh uh the hot dog vendor and sync guy. Um damn the disrespect I just put on his name. Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. <laughs> I blame Joey Fatone for being on the season. <laughs> Not the hot dog vendor. <laughs> no, but he, he did. He, I said the hot dog. It's like baby spice, pie spice, hot dog sink. <laughs> it's hot dog spice. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm. He yeah, was on the first them. season. And then yes, ever since, they're like, okay, so then no Justin Timberlake, but we're going to guess everyone else forever. Yes, that is correct. Oof. And AJ from the Backstreet Boys gets mentioned way too much as well. Yeah, I'd, I would definitely add him to the list as well. I feel like we're never going to get another Backstreet Boy. Like, we got the one that everyone expected in Nick Carter. That's it. That's the one. I still get think one. we could get Lance. I still think we could get Lance Bass. Lance Bass should have been on like four seasons ago. I don't know what Lance yeah. is up to. Uh, busy not being on the circle. So we'll see. I mean, we just got Nick Lachey, so I wouldn't I wouldn't count out any of the other uh, boy banders. I, I think we need a break. We need a boy band break. I mean, this season might be our boy brand break because blah, blah, blah. Because I don't think we have any anyone that we're thinking that could be a boy bander. Uh, I'm like thinking through the roller decks. It's so confusing because we're eight episodes in and there's been 1,200 wild cards. I don't think there's a boy <laughs> bander anywhere to be seen, though. Yeah, so. I don't think there is. Yeah, I think we're set. I think mm. we're safe. I think we're okay, safe. So this is yeah. See, this is our uh, season off. Yay! Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, Liana, that takes us to the next performer. It's the Queen of Hearts. Take it away on the clue package here. Ah, yes. Okay, so for the clue package, uh, I I don't remember. This was the one where there was people that were being down on her, even when she got famous. The press wasn't kind to her. They called her a lot of mean words, like stupid and simplistic and chubby. And then there was also a cowboy hat. And there were doodles. Doodles. Yeah. Yeah, there were doodles. Yeah, this was the whole clue package was basically uh, Queen of Hearts being talked down to and discounted and um, shamed, basically. And Queen of Hearts mentions that it was all because she was a woman. And then the performance happens. And this was the best performance of the night for me. Hands down. No discussion. No debate. It started off with acapella, no background music whatsoever. It started off smoky and dark, and the vocal opening was phenomenal. Uh, the song it was the song "River" by Bishop Briggs, mm-hmm. right? Do I have that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was just phenomenal. There were flames everywhere, and then the song picked up. Oof, so good. Yeah, this was this was so 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 good. I think that she is the one to be for this group. I would be absolutely, I would be so happy if she were to be the one that would represent group B. I'm really frustrated. We'll talk about it with the queen, with the banana split, but like, I just feel like the queen of hearts is so solid. Her vocalization is just outstanding. And this performance out of all of them was the moment where I was like, yep, 100%. This is jewel. Like there's, there is no one else who can sing like this. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that I got to Jewel because of her, the roast clue, but 
this is this feels more and more this is jewel we're good everything's good the turkey drop clue was home so jewel once again home is where the jewel is you know that's why connecting the dots mm-hmm. boom no it was phenomenal and i agree with you queen of hearts should 100% be the one to come out of this group victor and face off with what most likely will be the bull for the crown. Yeah, I would think so. I would think it would be the bull. I mean, we'll see how things shake out, but I well, just... Uh, to I, be fair, though, we've got Pepper on the other side that could easily easily shake it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, shake it up. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's Regina. Do the shake up. That's fine. Anyway, um, okay, so yes, I think the Queen of Hearts is the one to be here. I think it's hers to lose. I think this was probably her best performance thus far. She really just blew blew it out of the water. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm an ace on Queen of Hearts. Ace of Hearts, if you will. Nailed it. Ooh, that so, would be a terrifying game in the Alice in Borderlands. The, the, oh, that would be very Oh, no, bad. wait, no. Wait, no. Ace is at the bottom. Never mind. I take it back. Wait, no. Oh, it'd be, it would wait. still be a, it would still be a hard one. No spoilers. Game? No spoilers. Oh, no spoilers. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry, it would, yeah. I don't, I think it would still be, it would be a, it would be a hard one, but for what it would entail, not for the difficulty level, if that makes sure. sense. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Science. Boom. All right. So Jenny guesses Casey Musgraves again. Jenny, like four for four on horrible guesses on the night, just having a shambolic Mm -hmm. evening that Mm -hmm. Jenny McCarthy. Uh, Robin goes with Jessica Simpson, which I appreciated the line of logic he went through to get there. But I thought Jessica Simpson can't sing like that. So that's wrong. But I liked everything else you said. That was good. (laughs) That's such an insult to Jewel. I mean, no offense to Jessica Simpson, but like (laughs) if I was Jewel standing up there and that's what I heard, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Yeah, not good. But then Nicole nails it. Nicole says, after all the reasoning, I think it's Jewel. Mm-hmm. I know. I There was a moment, I think it was during the performance, where she's got this look on her face. She's like, yeah, I have it. And that's the exact same feeling that I felt with this one that was, oh, yeah, this is the moment where you can truly recognize that it's Jewel's voice. Well, how did you like this for a change, though? Um we were given a bombshell in the middle of this and the bombshell was essentially just so you know, only this button can be used once per group. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like unlimited guesses that the four of them combined have one press of the button per group. And if you, if, if Nicole knew, I like that she didn't press this button. This button's dumb. I don't know when it's going to come into play, but we're getting close to the end of, I don't want any of these performers to get buttoned out, you know? Oh, yeah. I've been staunchly anti-button from the get-go when (laughs) it was introduced. I just think that unless it's someone who's going to get unmasked anyway, I don't want someone who I think could be a contender's time on this show to be cut short because freaking Jenny is trigger happy and just wants to slam something. It, you're anti the performers missing out on performances because you're I, also anti wild cards. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me be clear. The wild card twist, I think, is the best twist that's ever been utilized in Mass Singer because what it does is it allows the people who are true contenders to essentially compete the entire way. So we get to see all of their amazing performances. And then we kind of cycle out the people who probably aren't going to win anyway. So for example, Queen of Hearts performed the entire time. Bull performed the entire time. 
the only person who I think could, oh, banana split perform the entire time. The only person who I think could potentially upset that is the pepper, but we'll talk about that when group A comes back. Pepper. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So this brings us over to the aforementioned banana split and the banana split, the, the whole clue package and correct me if I have my pop culture reference wrong. Was this a Lucy spoof? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Like the Lucy I'm home. What show is that? Oh, like I love Lucy. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. I heard Lucy, Lucy spoof. Like not like Lucy, like I love Lucy, like loose, like something is tight versus loose. Yes. What's the banana split. I don't know. Like it's a loose, like it's Lucy goosey. Righty tighty left, lefty Lucy. But that's no, a that's made up right. word, Lucy. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I was banana ready. split. Yeah. All right. So I thought, that, that I thought a, it was supposed to be an I Love Lucy. Nailed it. Was the it. 50s and the whole thing was the 50s. I don't yeah, know. The and then, was just like generic 50s, like sitcoms. Well, then there like, was like, like a, ha, there, the wife vacuums. Yeah. They're, ha ha ha. The funny <laughs> times. The wife with the Hoover. Ha ha ha. <laughs> um, there was a beetle in the clue that I noticed. And then they were talking about the last time they worked together. Something, something, something. And mm-hmm. all this made me think the whole time. I didn't have any other notes in the clue package. All I thought was, hey, Banana, you better perform this week. You better do something. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm going to be very mad at you. Mm-hmm. And then the performance starts and Banana utters the four words, the only four words in the entire performance with, hey, uh, uh, let me peel in this wheel because they're behind the wheel of a car at like mm-hmm. some like diner. It was like a 50s motif. And that was it. And then the rest of it was the split or the ice cream, as Robin put, performing Letter Rip by the Chicks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Look, this is my frustration when it comes to the banana split. And I've been saying it for weeks and I will repeat it again. It just feels so weird to have half of the pair do nothing. It's like the arm you need to amputate for the banana split to be successful. Like let ice cream lady go toe to toe with the queen of hearts. That would be the most epic powerhouse battle of all time. I would be here for it. I would say, look, I think it's honestly a toss up as to which one of them would represent this group. But unfortunately, because the banana split is tied to a limp banana, there's nothing that they can do about it. And I think that they're going to be punished for for having that appendage that they just can't get rid of because it just feels so weird to uh, it just I just it seems like it's unfair, you know? It feels like highway robbery that the split is essentially handcuffed to a gimmick because ultimately this is a gimmick by having two performers. The closest they've come to having a pair be a legitimate contender was the Russian dolls. And even them, we thought they probably won't win because it's a gimmick. There's three of Mm -hmm. them. You like it's the mass singer. So you're going to want one winner. And I and I know that sounds stupid and like I'm taking the show too seriously, but it is serious if they get an L for that reason. And I think given the Queen of Hearts being right there, ready for the taking, I feel like they're going to have a hard hill to climb facing the Queen of Hearts. And I feel like if it was a one v one, it would it would look better. 
I mean, that's the thing. Theoretically, the banana split shouldn't be punished for the banana, but it's like my bias. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not the only one, though, that thinks this way, that it just seems that it's almost like you have to divide the talent by the number of people that are performing. (laughs) It's like if one of them is performing at 100 percent, the other at 20 percent, it's a 60 percent overall on average. Sure. Yeah. Like it uh, it averages out. Right. That's kind of how I feel about it. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if that's right. Maybe I shouldn't be. I or maybe maybe we're like the show is going to take it. I don't know. What I do know is that the banana split is a legitimate contender and specifically split is an amazing vocalist. And I love the split very much. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. She's incredibly talented and the bananas three lines at the beginning really just sold the performance. So you go banana split. You go banana split. You got this. All right. So the turkey drop was director. Does that give you any inklings? No, that means nothing to me. Perfect. Neither to me. So we can move on to the guesses. Um, Nicole had Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman. Jenny had Jeff Goldblum and Emily, who she called her Emily, uh, Emily Jeff Goldblum's partner. And then Robin said Kevin Bacon and Sedwick. And Joel had the most random guess in Zoe Deschanel and Lamorne Morris. Yeah. How did you feel to have some new girl stars mentioned on this Listen, episode? My ears perked up, but it's because I listened to I've listened to Lamorne Morris's music before. So I was like, oh, yeah, I have. But Lamorne would not just sit there in the background and be quiet and play the piano. Mm-hmm. Lamorne would belt out some rap. So mm-hmm. that is not Lamorne. Stop it, Joel, please. Yeah. Okay. So I did look. So you know how we think it might be Catherine McPhee and David Foster? So I'm yes. looking. I couldn't find anything on Catherine McPhee's page, but apparently David Foster was the musical director for JP, JC Penney's Jams, the Concert for American Kids. Does that mean anything to you? The director for JC Penney's. Jam the concert for kids? For American kids. Apparently only American kids. Is that the only director credit between no, Well, when I Googled director on the Wikipedia page, that's all that came up. That doesn't rule anything out, but it was something that I noticed. Let's see. Was Catherine McPhee in a show or movie called The Director? I feel like, you know how their whole clue package was we worked together and we fought all the time? What if he directed mm-hmm. something that she was in and they fought? Or whatever, and people love it. You think it. Is that she was thing? supposed to headline J.C. Penney's <laughs> <laughs> American Jam. Kids gig? J.C. Penney jams, like the plur- According to this article, like, it's J.C. Penney jams is jamming. Like plural. I don't know. J.C. Penney jams, like the plural is on j- the the possessive is on jams. The concert for American kids. That was in twenty. That was in two thousand six, though. That was before her time. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, when did you know on? that yeah. Catherine McPhee did a lip sync battle versus Jason Derulo? <gasps> really, Jason? Yeah, I want to check that out. Oh, maybe she was there. So, in two thousand six, that was the fifth season when she aired. So they both did that in two thousand six. Maybe she was part of J C Penney's J C Penney jams 
concert for American kids. Sure. JC Penny. <gasps> Wait. Hold on. There's a citation for it in her Wikipedia page. Stop it. Oh my God. We've done it again. Oh my God. Also in June, McPhee performed at the JC Penny Jam concert for Stop America's Kids, soloing with Somewhere Over the Rainbow and performing a duet with uh, Andrea Bocelli on Somos Novios. I nailed it. Yes, that's what it is. He directed it and she was there. And that's the last time they worked together in 2006. That is, <laughs> and I'm sorry, the biggest reach. I am a genius. That's exactly what it means. Don't at me. No, at me. I won't read it. Just like Jeff Probst, my hero. <laughs> Again, another dated reference from you. It's not dated. It's so dated. That's from like episode one. <laughs> That was literally that episode aired in a different season. We're in the winter now. That was in the fall. Whatever. Anyway, don't be jealous of my uh, brilliance. It's fine. Well, we're gonna, you're going to be jealous of oh, uh, no. the next performer. Have, oh, and, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. yeah. We're going through it. Uh, make room for the beach ball. Here comes the beach ball. This costume is massive. Like, I thought Liana was like, watch, the beach ball's going to go out first because it's a Muppet, just like this is the Kermit the Frog. And then when the costume showed up, I'm like, the, this is people. This is not a Muppet in this costume. This is full humans in this costume. <laughs> the beach ball is people. <laughs> it's people. The beach ball is people. Ah. Have you seen the movie Soylent Green? Soylent green? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, well, add to the list. Sounds all right, like keep an going. Ingredient. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It is. All right, beach ball, let's go. Okay, so the beach ball comes out, and it's this massive, like, sphere with, like, sand on the sides, and it's, and it's got two faces, but they don't tell the judges that it has two faces. And then the beach ball's clue package it's talking about that uh, I, my whole life I was wild from an early age. And then uh, I had my biggest supporter right by my side. Then we had a falling out. But then after I was asked to be on the show, we've reconnected. And I immediately put my vaulted guess in right as this clue package concludes. And then we go into the performance and step aside the gremlin, step aside the white tiger Ladies and gentlemen, we have the worst performance in the history of The Masked Singer. 
right in our faces right here right now okay do you think it's actually the worst performance we've seen liana this was off key it was bad it was like we were laughing but like i was laughing feeling bad knowing whoever's behind the mask has to unmask and do this again with their face attached to the project it was rough okay but remember wendy williams mickey rourke Wendy Williams literally became a TikTok sound after that. So no, that is fine. That is still better. What about what about when Mickey Rourke? I told you the gremlin was not was not even as bad. I think this was the worst. I easily think this was the worst because we could laugh at like this is bad. This was just this was double bad. This was two people. We talk about averages. This brought the average low low. Yeah, I guess that's true. If you divide 20, 20% total by two, that's 10%. If they had 20% performance, they stay at 20. I think in the same way that the mass Singer had the countdown of the top 10, maybe we should do the countdown of the top worst. Yo, that would actually be sick idea for the off season. Mm. That sounds We're horrible. Doing it. It's happening. We're doing oh, it. Oh, God. No, I take it back. I smash the hour. All right. How about this? The winner of the golden ear will decide whether we do it or not. Okay. Okay. So you then. Great. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there in all due time. Man. All right, Liana, tell me about the performance, though. Paint the picture. No, the picture. please don't make me. Okay. Oh, well, so then it is bad all, then, huh? Yeah, of course it was bad. I'm not disagreeing with you. Of course it was terrible course i'm just saying there was also other poor performances that were also quite terrible anyway so the beach ball does party in the usa embarrassing miley cyrus i'm sure she knows of this the only good part of it was the light show at the beginning before the music even started that, that was easily the best sick. Part. that looked yeah. like there was going to be an alien invasion and i loved it the whole studio got dark it was great and yeah. then came out this, like, let me put it this way. You know how when you go to karaoke, some people can just naturally sing. Some people you can tell are like trying to fake like some notes in. This was if you just got on stage and you're like, I'm going to read the words however I want. And I don't care if they're off key. I just don't. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And also like five drinks in. So. Oh, Yeah. Very much that energy when you get the the courage to go up on stage. Yeah, yeah this was garbage. It was garbage, but here's the best part. I don't think it was the most garbage thing that happened in this segment. The judges' guesses were more garbage. The guesses were embarrassing. So Robin Thicke not only potentially threw out Dakota and Elle Fanning, come on, mm-hmm. and then also said Kat Dennings and... um. Uh, uh, Beth from Two Broke Girls. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which I was like, stop it. And then Ken Jong said Kim and Khloe Kardashian. Stop it. Then someone said Kendall and Kylie. Stop it. Like they stop it. These are all incorrect. No, 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 no. And the best guess the judges had amongst themselves came in during the final guesses, which, yeah, spoiler alert, Beach Ball's gone, by the way. (laughs) Long gone. Oof. It was just so I just like I can't get over how terrible it was. And somehow after they were unmasked, they were even worse. Like I don't like how is that even possible? Like the beach ball costume was protecting us from the extra because bad. It's because you know how um once you're unmasked, it's like, okay, I gotta really give them the best version of me because now they can see me. This was definitely two people that were like, We can't sing. 
So we're just going to do it and we're just going to move on. We're going to like mm-hmm. take the camera time and dip out. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously that look, they looked like they were having fun. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Yay. Good mm-hmm. for them. Good for them. All right, Liana. So before we, um, okay. So we'll reveal the vaulted guesses for the judges and where they went. Okay. So, okay. um, there was Kim and Khloe Kardashian by, I want to say Robin. Robin kept it the same. No, that wasn't Robin. That was someone else. I didn't write the names next to these people. Uh, not great. But okay, so I will tell you this. Two of the judges changed their guesses to Snooki and Wow. And Liana and I were sitting there. And immediately, the minute they said that, we thought, oh, that's a great guess. That's a very decent guess here out of nowhere. That was very good. Mm-hmm. Well done. Mm-hmm. Liana, who was my vaulted guess? You got it right. I showed her my doc, my my notes page too. Um, I got literally, so here's how I wrote my notes, okay? So my notes went whole life wild, early age, and then I wrote third line, honey boo boo, biggest supporter right by my side, Mama June. Performance hasn't even started. Honey boo boo and Mama June come out of the beach ball and Puya gets another vaulted guest point. Boop, boop, bop. We're out here, Liana. Uh, so you have what two now? Um, shoot. Uh, I have Dwight Howard, and no, I have three because I got Rob Schneider. I have three. Okay, you have three. Yeah. So there's no yeah. way I'm ever gonna win this. That's not true. I you're think still, I am mathematically. No, I believe that I am mathematically eliminated. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I have one more potentially, but I don't think. I think the rest I do not have. Yeah, I mean, look, it's slim pickings. Okay, for me, <laughs> for it's, everything, it's rough pickings. <laughs> <It's rough> <laughs> yeah, uh, look, what did you have though? Let the audience know. What was your vaulted guess? I wrote down the Dixie D'Amelio sisters, but I yeah, only Liana one wrote of down them the D'Amelios. And here's the kicker: Liana literally lists has Dixie D'Amelio songs on her playlist. <laughs> that so, song I heard on TikTok got stuck in my head. But that was still, you know, that sounded better than this. Yeah, but it was auto tune, so I thought maybe it was just like really bad. But Have look, you I learned don't know. nothing from the T Pain of it all with the auto tune. Yeah. We need an opposite of the I understood the assignment song for you. I flunked the assignment. Ah, ah. I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to lose anyway. <laughs> What's the point of me trying? Liana, that is not the mindset of a champion. Yes, it is. In fact, it is. The mindset of a champion spends her time and energy in things that she still has a shot at winning. No, the, a champion finishes strong no matter the obstacle. Right, Remember the scene in Cool Runnings where their bobsled flips over and then they still carry it to the end? That's a champion right there. All right, fine. I'll carry my flipped over Dixie D'Amelio sister's guest to the end. Okay. Have you watched Cool Runnings? Yeah, of course. It's a great movie. Oh, love mm-hmm. that movie. Oh, shout out John Candy one time. R.I.P. I miss John Candy. Okay. All right, that's dark. Okay, all right. So, congratulations to, um, I guess me, and uh, condolences to the beach ball who is now, uh, bye bye beach ball, gone gone. 
And let me just quickly, I've pulled up our draft. Here's who's left, right, overall on the show. So we have The Bull. We have Banana Split. We have Caterpillar. We have Jester. We have Mallard, Pepper, Skunk, and Queen of Hearts. And Liana, we each still have four performers here in the running. So. Yeah, that's wild. It, mm-hmm. I, there's something about that break that they take for the baseball season baseball. that it simultaneously feels like we already had a full season. But yet then when it's like, oh, well, we still have eight competitors left in the competition. Like, oh, yes. OK, right. So I don't know how they're going to do it. If they're going to start eliminating two people, are we still mm-hmm. only going to have one person? Because no. I think so group A semifinals is. Yes, I believe week. we're going to go semifinal, so- semifinal. Right. So two weeks in right. a row. But what so does that mean? Final. So do you think it's going to, we're going to eliminate one then of the three yes. performances? And then at we're gonna three, take, yeah. we're doing a double for the championship. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So then like yeah. theoretically the bull versus queen of hearts, then for the finale. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So let's see. So following this schedule, the 10th will be one semifinal, 17th mm-hmm. second semifinal. Then the 24th and the first will be final one, final two. Then mm-hmm. grand final on the eighth. That's now they'll about probably right. do. They'll probably do some other oh, recap God, the of sing the along, season for the eighth. Sing yeah, along. and then and yeah. then it'll be on the fifteenth. That's my guess. I mean, fifteenth is when Survivor is supposed to end as well, so that would be my assumption. That could make sense, Loki. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, Liana, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Is there anything else you want to put out there about the mass singer? And then, if not. Where can people find you and what else you have going on? Okay, so I have no more thoughts on the mass singer. I'm just happy that today we were able to learn that hurricanes, typhoons, and cyclones were all the same thing, just in different oceans. And uh, if you're interested in learning any other fun facts like that, you can check me out on Twitter at Liana RHAP or talking about Survivor, the dated references that I've been making all throughout the podcast over on the RHAP B&B with Mike Bloom. This week, we're going to have Allie Lasher as our guest. I'm very, very excited for that. We've got some really stupid Really. And when I say really stupid, I mean really stupid stuff planned, uh, at least from my end of things. So if you're interested in that, check it out. It's on the reality TV wrap ups feed or in the RHAP survivor feed. I'm very excited to check it out. The B&B has been a delightful listening experience this season, as always. So thank you for that. And you can find Liana on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lianaism as well. Where I don't stream at all. <laughs> Listen, you're on hiatus. You Indefinite hiatus. Maybe. Uh-huh. Sometime. Yeah, when I whenever I have time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cries into overworked. <laughs> <laughs> Cries in overworked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find me, law me, on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I stream there about four times a week. Come through, say hi. It's always a good time. And 90 Day Fiance, still going strong. I had Asia on with me talking about all the nonsense that went on last week. I was on one. I was so annoyed with what had gone on in the episode. So definitely check that out. And then next week, I have a familiar guest on the panel with me for 90 Day. Leon, who's on the, who's on the show with me? Do you know? It's me, Mario. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. It's a me, Leonio. 
That's right. Leon will be on with me to talk all about 90 Day Fiance the other way. So that'll be great. And Liana, next week is season six, episode nine of The Masked Singer. <gasps> oh, my God. Is that why you chose me? I mean, now I will say I did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, such good luck. Okay, great. Uh, episode 69, sort of. Season 6, episode 9. Whatever, it's fine. I can't no, wait. No, Liana, of the mass Singer, not of 90 Day. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that would make more sense. Look, it's very tired, and it's Friday at like 10 p.m., and it's I'm exhausted. It's very tired. Okay. It's very it's tired. It's very tired. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, everybody. Well, that brings us to the end of this. Let's let Liana go to bed. It's very tired. Hope you had a good time listening to us. If you would like to leave a rating and review for this podcast, please go over to robswebsitecom slash masked singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. Let us know what you think about the show. Any feedback's appreciated. The reviews help us be found by other people. Take us one step closer to usurping Bow Wow and becoming the number one Mass Singer podcast out there. You already know we're going to try and get there. Help us if you can. Either way, I do appreciate you getting this far. Hope you have a good weekend. Take care. Have a good one. We'll unmask you at episode 69, season 6, episode 9, next week. Until then, bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If you would like to leave a rating and review of the podcast, please feel free to go over to robswebsite.com. Please feel free to go over to robswebsite.com slash 90. Nope. Slash. <laughs> please feel. Oh, my God. <laughs>